Cause sometimes I be right. Hello. Welcome to the show. Another one. <laughs> Listen, we in and out today, right? We slide through. We're gonna give you the real. We're gonna give you the hot takes. And then I'm out. To be honest, here's what's happening. So I was working on a really good episode for this week. And I haven't quite finished. I got something special I'm trying to do. I, I'll spill the beans. I'm working on a tiers list in the NFL, right? Because, you know, this is sometimes I'd be right. We are de- the definitive sports show that gives you the real, honest truth about everything. So when you have, like, we have the cyber quarterback rankings, obviously we do at the start of every season. And now I wanted to go through and set up the tiers list. Because you hear these things, like, people talk about, you know, what quarterback is elite and what quarterback is trash and all this other stuff. And so I wanted to set up a definitive tiers list of the different tiers and kinds of quarterbacks and put slot guys where they go to give everyone a real perspective and understanding on the, the makeup of the league. However... That proved to be a much more difficult, daunting task because, again, there's some guys who you might just think automatically go, he's trash. But you got to look a little deeper. You got to be more objective. You got to put your own bias aside. And sometimes that takes a little bit of time. So I haven't finished it yet. So I wasn't going to come in here and do an episode today. I was going to go ahead and say, you know what? Let me just do it. I'll do it Friday. I'll give myself an extra day or two because, again, I record on Wednesday. I'll give myself an extra two days to finish this and give you a full, real dope episode come Friday. So we're going to do that. I'm going to come out with a Friday Friday episode. So uh, you're hearing this on Thursday. So tomorrow I'll be putting out uh, a full, complete episode, including the quarterback tiers list. um, And also, you know, give you picks and all that stuff. But what I wanted to do today, just real quick, was I wanted to touch on the college football playoff. Because the field is set. And uh, there was some big-time controversy with the fact that Florida State, who ended up finishing undefeated, 13-0, was left out. And Alabama, with one loss, was put in. Now, obviously, there are half of the people, I would say about half that I see, who think, yeah, they got the best four teams. And then there's another half of the other half of people who think like, oh, that's messed up. Florida State never lost. How can they be undefeated and not get in? It's not fair. Blah, 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 blah. Look, there's a there's a couple things that I think we're all missing. Okay, there's a couple points that everybody's missing. Here's what I'm gonna say. Let me start off with did the question of did they get the four best teams? I think we can all say kind of definitively, like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe? Like it's as close to saying, yeah, all four teams are either deserving of being there or you feel like are at least capable of winning a title. Oddly enough, the odd man out seems to be Michigan. That's not hate. That's not hate. I'll explain more in a minute. When you when you look at it, though, the problem I have with it is not that Florida State won every game and so put them in there because who cares if they could win or not, da-da-da-da-da. My problem is this. It's a simple thought and idea. Yes, the committee could say, hey, man, they struggled. They struggled. Once Jordan Travis went down, this team did not look the same. 
they struggled. Sure, that's fair. And you could say, well, if we put them in the playoff, we feel like they're probably going to struggle there too. Fine. I, I agree with that too. The problem is, is they've earned the right to go prove it. They've earned the right to prove it. Look, say what you say what you want about. We want the best teams and da 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 da. I saw Michigan State get get blanked against Alabama in the playoff. I watched them lose, scoring zero points, get absolutely trounced in the playoff. Right? But they they deserve to be there, right? Like they they did what they had to do, what they were supposed to do to get to that spot, and whether it works out for them or not, whatever. We just watched last year TCU lose 65 to 7 in the championship game. But like you can't you can't you can't play defense against a bad game. You can't say, "Oh, we think this team might get blown out, so we're not going to put them in there." Like they've earned the right to go see because at the end of the day, regardless of what you think, you don't know. In 2002, not many if anybody was saying that Ohio State was going to beat that Miami team. But when they got on the field and they played, they were able to compete and play. If you remember some years ago, nobody really thought Boise State was going to beat Oklahoma in a bowl game. And yet they did. Like some people didn't know. A lot of people didn't think that in 2014, Ohio State deserved to make the playoff when they were going against the number one seed, Alabama. People didn't think they were going to beat Alabama. They got on the field and they did. Like... The kid, we have to. These are people. Yes, Alabama's good. Yes, Alabama had an impressive season after starting off and looking like absolute hot dog water. They came up and they played well and they improved one hundred percent. I give it to you. Yes, if on a neutral field, if the Alabama's playing Florida State, Alabama's going to be overwhelmingly favored. Fair, but at the end of the day, just because they would be favored doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. We don't know if Florida State's quarterback would have went out there and had the game of his life. Johnny Manziel put himself on the map going against Alabama for Texas A&M in the game that Texas A&M had no business winning. But Johnny Manziel went out there and had an amazing day, the game of his life, and they won, and he ended up winning the Heisman. We don't know that that couldn't be the situation for this kid at Florida State. We don't know if Florida State, with that time to prepare, like, look, yeah, they struggled against Louisville, but that was their third-string quarterback. Their backup quarterback got hurt. So they're on their third string quarterback the week of the game preparing for a tough opponent. And they looked like that. They looked like this guy was not was not really ready to go, but he wasn't supposed to go. It was an emergency situation. Like, we, we're stuck with this guy. We don't know if with time to prepare and to really game plan and hone in on it, if Florida State could have put together a game plan to be able to go up and give Michigan, Michigan some problems. Because guess what? Did Michigan look overly impressive versus Ohio State? Nope. Did Michigan look, did their offense look impressive against Iowa? No. Would they have like 213 total yards of offense? They're going to get smashed by Alabama. Alabama's going to go in there and absolutely manhandle Michigan. That game's not going to be close or entertaining unless you're a fan of Alabama or unless you're an Ohio State fan who wants to watch Michigan get absolutely beat over the head. That game's not going to be close. Michigan wasn't a world beater either. They struggled against the best teams they played. We don't know what Florida State could have put together on the field. What we do know is they did everything you ask a team to do to earn the spot, and you took it from them based on the fact that we don't think they could win. It's not about what you think. You only have to worry about do we think they could win if it were a question between two teams with one loss. 
if, if Florida State had lost versus Louisville, have the conversation. Do we think they could put up a better fight than Alabama? No? Okay, Alabama gets the nod. No one has a problem. But Florida State did everything you want a team to do, and you told them, because we don't think you're that good, we're going to take you out of the equation. That's the problem with it. You took away their right to prove it on the field. You have to play the game. If it turns into a blowout, hey, guess what? They weren't good enough, but they still earned the spot. Alabama didn't earn the spot. And to be quite honest with you, I know you can never do it, but how how sucky is it for Georgia? Georgia won, what, 29 games in a row, back-to-back, defending national champions, won the last two two championships. They lose one game by three points, and they're all of a sudden out of it. They don't have a chance to defend? You mean to tell me you think Texas is beating Georgia on a neutral field? No, I don't. You don't even think Texas will beat Alabama if they played them again on a neutral field. So don't, don't give me that. Georgia got screwed, too. If it were me, I would have had Georgia in there and left Texas out. Why? Because Georgia lost to a team that most people in that committee think is going to win the national title in Alabama. That's who you lost to by three in the championship game after winning 29 straight games and the last two titles. We need to we we should be in there with a chance to defend our title in the playoff. Just because we lost one game and the timing of it was bad. I don't give a damn about the timing. That don't matter. That shouldn't matter. Do you think, do you honestly think Texas is better than Georgia? Not many people do, right? So why is Texas in there over Georgia? But again, there's so many things wrong with this. But my biggest problem goes back to a committee of people who are not playing the games are sitting there saying, we don't think you can do this. So we're not even going to give you the opportunity. We're going to give it to somebody else who did not meet all of the criteria. We had to go to some bogus ass, oh, well, we're allowed to use the idea of a critical injury or a missing player to determine if we think they are deserving. It don't, they went out and they won with their backup. They went out and they won with their third string guy. It don't matter how ugly it is. Michigan had an ugly, ugly game versus Iowa. A team that can't put up any offense whatsoever, and they struggled against them. You still moved Michigan to number one. Michigan struggled with Maryland, still leaving them at number one. Quite honestly, Michigan, in a lot of ways, got outplayed by Ohio State. They ended up winning, but guess what? Nobody can, they won because they beat Ohio State. Now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, that, look at them, they're great. I'm like, come on now, watch the game. This is nothing but SEC bias. The committee was not going to allow an SEC team to miss the playoff completely. That's all it was. There's too much money in the SEC. There's too much money in the ratings and the people that travel. There's too much money there for them to leave them out. Because I would ask you this. If Florida State had lost to Clemson early in the year, right? Lost to Clemson early in the year. And then rattled off all these wins. If Alabama was sitting there at 12-0, Jalen Milrow gets hurt, they go into the bowl game, they win the SEC championship game, but it's really ugly, it's a really bad-looking game, but they're undefeated, but they don't have their starting quarterback anymore. Florida State, with one loss, has their starting quarterback, and they look really impressive. Are you leaving out an undefeated Alabama who's missing their starting quarterback to put in a one-loss Florida State? Hell no. 
If these roles were reversed, you are not making that decision. You are not jumping the undefeated Alabama. You're not. If this were any other team other than Alabama, you are putting Florida State in. You are biased towards the SEC. Well, guess what one of those tough games for for Florida State was? Against an SEC opponent in Florida. They've done everything. They've done everything you ask. Win all your games. Win your conference. They did it. But because their quarterback is hurt, you're trying to tell me their backup quarterback has no chance to have a good game? He has no chance. Remember Cardell Jones? When JT Barrett went down in 2014, Cardell Jones going into the title game against Wisconsin, what did he do? Lit their ass up. And nobody thought, nobody knew what he was going to do. We have no idea how good Cardell Jones can be. He went out there and had himself a day. Why couldn't Florida State's quarterback do the same? It's not impossible. This guy got recruited. Like, he's not like he's some guy that they just found on campus. Like, bro, like, you you ever played before? Like, can please? Like, no, this is a guy. Like, they know him. He's been there all year. They come up with a game. They have a couple weeks to prepare for this game. You took it away from him because of what you think. You ain't on the field. It don't, it, let's be honest. Nobody gives a damn what you think. They've earned the right to go find out. They deserve the chance to go find out. We don't know if Alabama's going to beat Michigan, but they're going to go find out. We don't know if Washington's going to beat Texas, but they're going to go find out. You strip the ability of them to go find out and settle it on the field. And if they got in and got smacked around, who cares? I watched Clemson blank Ohio State in the playoff game before. Like, it happens. If Florida State would have gotten in at number four and lost to Michigan 65-0, to how is that any different than the national title game last year? So It happens sometimes. You can't mix it. You can't be a matchmaker and have these perfect matchups where these games are incredibly close and da-da-da. You can't do that. You have to honor the spirit and integrity of the sport, and you have to give people what they deserve. I don't give a damn how good you think Alabama is. Alabama can go out there and have a bad game. Jalen Milrow can go out there and throw five interceptions versus Michigan, and they could get washed. And you would still say, well, you know, I still think they're one of the four best teams. They might. But you're giving them the chance to go on the field and prove it. So what I'm saying to you is this. Forget who's undefeated, da-da-da, whatever. Forget, like, oh, these are the four best teams, and, and they're not the best. It doesn't matter what you think. The simple fact is, what did they do? To What did they do for you to say they can't win? Because Alabama's the underdog. Alabama's an underdog versus Michigan. So if Florida State was the underdog against Michigan and, and the betting the betting shark, they don't think that they're going to win, it doesn't mean that they can't. Just because you don't think Florida State would win doesn't mean they can't. It just means if you were putting your money on the line, you don't think they will. But you can't sit there and tell me you know that they can't. That's not a fact. That's an opinion. And your opinion flies out the window when that team is undefeated. When that team has never been beaten. When that team has never, 
What Jameis Winston do? Eat the W. <laughs> They've never tasted a loss. They don't know. You don't know. It's mind blowing to me. They've earned the right to go see how good they are. They've earned the right to prove they can win without Jordan Travis. They earned the right to go try to defy the odds and prove you wrong. They deserve that. And you took it away from them. And what's going to happen is they're going to go into the bowl game and they're going to be deflated and defeated. Some of the guys are going to leave because it's not a meaningful game. They're going to the pros. They're going to lose some guys who are going to opt out. Some guys are going to transfer and move on because that's college football nowadays. And they're going to go in there, a lackluster team, and probably get smacked around by Georgia. And then everyone's going to say, see, this is why you didn't put him in the playoff. But that's stupid and that's asinine because it wouldn't be that way if they were in the playoff. The intensity, the focus, everything would be different. At this point, like honestly, if you're a Florida State fan, like you you can't care about the bowl game. There's no there's nothing to care for. There's nothing to care for. And that's sad. And that's upsetting. And I think anyone who sits there and will try to defend the idea that Florida State shouldn't have been in there because they don't think they're gonna win, you're missing the point. It's not about what you think. They've earned the spot. Why is Michigan hold on, why is Michigan in the playoff? Why is Michigan in the playoff? Because they won all their games. So you wouldn't keep them out. They won all their games. Why is Ohio State sitting at home right now? Because they lost one game to Michigan. They lost once. Now they can't go in. I thought it was crazy. Ohio State was sitting at six. And the conversation was never about could they get in the playoff. The conversation was about the people behind them. Yeah, the whole conversation was about everybody behind the number six team. Number six just got jumped over. Alabama moved up four spots. Texas moved up four spots. They both jumped Ohio State. Like, damn, bro. Because <laughs> of one loss. Michigan's in because they won all their games. Washington is in because they won all their games. Hey, there's another team that won all their games that should just get the spot because they won all their games. There's only three undefeated teams, and you left one of them out because of what you think. I don't give a damn what you think. Let these kids, let these players prove it on the field because that's what this game is about, getting on the field and playing. Don't take away their ability and their competitive spirit and their competitive opportunity to go out there because you don't think. Nobody thought. Nobody thought Florida State would go undefeated this year. Nobody thought certain things. Nobody thought these th- like go to the beginning of the year. Think pull up all the things that you thought. I think this guy, I think this is going to happen. Did it matter? Did it change the outcome of games? No. So why the hell are you leaving them out because of what you think? It ain't going to impact the game. I don't care if Florida State goes in, you got to understand. I don't care if Florida State goes in there and gets washed. They went on the, look, that you know what that would be like? I'm going to keep using last year as an example. That would be like TCU beating Michigan, Ohio State losing close to Georgia, and the committee saying, you know what? We don't think TCU is going to beat Georgia, so we're just going to have Ohio State play them again. Yeah, we don't think we don't think TCU is good enough to actually beat Alabama, to beat Georgia, so we're going to let Ohio State who was just in a really close game with them, we're going to let them a do-over. We're going to let them play again cuz that game is going to be more competitive than whatever TCU is about to do. But none of us would think that that was a good idea. We would all say, "Whoa, no, they won. 
They won the playoff game. The next step is to go to the championship. Regardless of how it turns out, TCU earned the right to go on the field versus Georgia and play. Nobody thought TCU was beating Georgia. Nobody thought that. And they went out there and got their ass whooped. But none of us are sitting here thinking that they didn't deserve to be in that spot because they did what you asked them to do to get there. And they earned the right to be in that game. They earned the right to get on the field and compete. Now, they couldn't compete with them, but they were still out there and they still deserved that spot. Florida State deserved the right to compete. I'm going to move on because I feel like I keep repeating myself. But, man, it bothers me so much because for, for, the, for the committee, the, the, it don't matter to them. It don't matter to them who play. Like, we don't care. Like, they don't have to think about it. Some of these kids, it was the, this was their last chance. Some of these kids are moving on. Some of these kids will never play football again. And they went out there and had a, a, a hell of a undefeated season. Went out there when they lost their quarterback. Went out there and won a game. Lost their backup. We on our third string guy. Yo, we gotta go. We gotta get in the playoff. We I gotta know what that feels like. I gotta be. I gotta be there. We're one step away. If we win this game, we're undefeated. You can't say nothing about us. Somebody they will never have this chance again. And a committee of people came in there and said. Nah, we don't think you're good enough, so we just gonna we're gonna we're gonna move you out. And these kids will never have that chance again. These kids that every they spent they went in there just like Alabama. They went in spring practice and practiced hard. They practiced every day. They spent hours and hours in the weight room. They did everything that they were supposed to do, and they went out and they competed their ass off every single week. They gave everything they had. There's people playing hurt. There's people who weren't talking to girlfriends, not talking to family. There's people who probably wasn't even going to class. <laughs> They was doing everything they had to do to win every one of these games, and they went out and they did it, and they earned the earned it. Now, a lot of people say, "Oh, they deserve, they deserve." No, they earned it. They earned it. Like, yo, listen, y'all know me. I hate Florida State. Like, I don't give a damn about Florida State. Who care about Florida State? But they earned it. They went out there and won every game. Think about it. if you're if you're saying Florida State shouldn't have been in. Nah, they made the right choice. Imagine if it was your favorite team. Imagine if it was your favorite team and your team got left out undefeated just because somebody thought they couldn't win. Would you be cool with that? Like, yeah, they did the right thing. Yup. Alabama fans, if it were reversed and it was you who got left out, would you be saying, you know what? Yeah, they did the right thing. We probably wouldn't have won. No. They earned it, man. They earned it. And you took it away from them because of what you thought. Not because of something you could prove. Because you can't prove to me that they couldn't beat Michigan. You can't prove it. You can't prove it because here's what I can here's what I can prove to you. I can prove to you the quarterback of Florida State is better than whoever the hell is playing for Iowa. And he would they would have presented a lot of different challenges. They would have presented a lot of different challenges for Michigan, and they would have gave him a game. And that defense for Florida State would have given Michigan's offense some fits and having some problems. That's a fact. And you took it away from him. Let me move on real quick because I want to touch on uh, one more thing. I want to touch on um, Kyle McCord transferring from Ohio State. So after the Michigan game, Kyle McCord got a lot of hate. There are people calling him Honda McC- Kyle Honda McCord. <laughs> Some people calling him Mick Ford. Like that. There's a lot. He got a lot of hate, a lot of criticism because people just felt like, like I did. I mean, I came in here and I said, look, he's not a bad quarterback. 
He's not. I don't think he is. I don't think by any metric or any way you judge a quarterback can you say he's bad. He's not bad. But he's just not great either. Like I said, I believe he is the quarterback where if that first read is there, bang, he's on. He got it. But the minute he has to do anything extra than that, the minute things go off script, he's just not that guy. Okay? So there was a lot of conversation about whether or not he should come back, whether they should go in the transfer portal, whether they should bring somebody in. Should he be the starter? Fans were saying, we need to get rid of this guy. He's no good. Blah, 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 blah. Well, rumor has it that behind the scenes, Kyle McCord's father was talking to Ryan Day. And apparently this has been something for years where Kyle McCord's father is very heavily involved, always pestering the coaches and saying my son should play, blah, 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 whatever it is, whatever it is. So apparently they had a meeting with Ryan Day in which Kyle McCord and his father wanted to know and wanted to guarantee that Kyle McCord was going to be the starter going into next year. And Ryan Day looked at him and basically said, no, I'm not guaranteeing you a spot. You'll come in, you'll compete just like everybody else. If somebody comes in and outplays you, they're going to be the starter. That's how it is at Ohio State. And at that point, Kyle McCord and his father said, all right, then we got to go somewhere else. And if you ask me what I think of it, stand. Standing ovation for Ryan Day. Yo, bro, this ain't this ain't high school. Hey, this is Ohio State. They they are top five recruiting class every year. We're getting the best players in the country to come here. Yo, this is a place you're gonna come here and you're gonna compete. We got the best of the best. If you don't wanna come every single day to practice, if you don't wanna come every single year, if you don't wanna come in and fight for your spot every single moment of every single day, don't come here. Bye. And y'all know me, I don't mind Kyle McCord. But when you when you pair this with the rumors that people said that he has no competitive fire, when they said even in the offseason and spring practices, you could just kind of see the energy was different when Devin Brown was out there. Lincoln Keenholz is the guy who I'm excited to see. I hope I he for me, I think he might be the real deal. And the limited and the limited you see from him, but what you hear about him and people say, yo, that's a dog. That's a guy. Devin Brown, they say, is a guy. He said he was just not, he was just inconsistent. But when it comes to like grit, determination, that fire, they say he got it. Say Comicord didn't have it. Comicord has zero competitive spirit. And you could kind of see it in the Michigan game. I just felt like when you looked at him, he just always looked like, I don't know. He 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 always had that look of like, man, whatever, you know, it's cool. It's all right, you know. He looked like he never wanted to show no emotion, good or bad, which I guess I don't know. I mean, in hindsight, it looks like a bad thing, but maybe it's not. Like, who knows? But either way, like, I just think Ryan Day deserves a lot of kudos for saying, look, we're not just going to give you anything. That's a culture. That's an expectation. That's a mindset. And if you can't live up to this mindset, then see you later. And with the transfer portal, you got kids coming and going in and out like crazy. Like, hey, man, what do you, what do you want me to do? I can't guarantee you a spot. If we got somebody coming in the portal that wants to come here and like, yo, he's better than you. Like, he going to come in and he going to compete. If you beat him out, then you're going to get the spot. Not going to give you nothing. Ultimately, I think it's good for, for both sides. Obviously, Kyle McCord and his, and his father, obviously, they had a tough time with the, with the reaction to the Michigan game. It was a lot of hate, a lot of, but that's what happens in that game. That's what happens in that game. And if you can't handle that, look, I'm not knocking you, but then you're right and you're smart to say, well, I'm getting out of here. Because next year, he he's going to come into the year, they're going to be ready, for, they're going to be taking the job from him. I remember C.J. Stroud in game three versus Oregon, they lose and they want him out. Yo, get rid of him. 
yo, nah, he ain't no get rid of him. I remember people were calling for JT Barrett. Get rid of him. <laughs> like, this is what happens at Ohio State. The expectations are incredibly high. And if you can't live up to that pressure, if you don't want to deal with that pressure, then you got to go somewhere else. Now, I wish him the best. I wish him the best. But what this does is this makes this bowl game versus Missouri incredibly fascinating. Because now, instead of saying, ah, we're going to see much of the same, you're going to probably have Marvin Harrison go. They're going to try to get Abuka to come back because he didn't have the type of season that he 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 was expected to have. Um, so come back for another year. Like, I know the NFL is calling, but, like, you making money in college. Like, obviously, you're not making NFL money, but you're not broke either. Like, you're doing pretty good. I would come back, new quarterback. Um, you're probably going to have a more explosive, or you're going to be the guy now. Um, you got a bunch of young guys coming in at receiver. Young guys are going to get opportunities. Travion Henderson's probably going to go. He's probably going to opt out of this game. So you're going to have a whole bunch of new youth going into that game with excitement. And you're going to get a glimpse of the future. And I'm excited for that now. That makes that game much more enjoyable and fun to watch. Because it's not about winning or losing. It's about you want to see these guys. I want to see Devin Brown play. I want to see how good he can be. I want to see what he looks like. I want to see Lincoln Keenholz play. I want to see what he looks like. You know what I mean? Like, what does that look like? Um, but yeah. So, you know, good luck to, to Kyle McCord, wherever he ends up going. Uh, wish him the best. Obviously, Ohio State, you know, didn't work out there. But hey, man, no hard feelings. No hard feelings. But I give Ryan Day a lot of credit for sitting there and standing up and saying, no, we're not giving anybody anything. No position on this team is solidified everybody's in a competition and at any given time if somebody's outperforming you or outplaying you they will outplay you i like that i like that mentality i feel like there was one more thing i wanted to touch on before i got out of here um what was it man i just had it in my brain Hmm. oh you know what yeah let me let me take a couple minutes to talk about the transfer portal the transfer portal sorry uh, for me, it it's very strange. On one hand, as a fan and as an adult and as a man, I look at it and I say, man, that's trash. All these guys just transferring from one program to the next. Oh, you didn't get what you wanted here, so now you're going over there. Like, that's trash. Sit there and fight for your spot. And if you ain't good enough, you keep fighting until you break through. That's a part of me. But then the other half of me completely understands this idea of dude i only got four years of eligibility i got four years potentially these might be the last four years of my life i could play football if i sit for three years that means i have one year to prove to an nfl team that i'm good that i'm good enough and worse than that these guys they were the man in high school I was a starter in Pop Warner. I was a starting quarterback through high school. Now I come to college and you want me to sit? No, I want to play. I didn't come here to sit. I didn't come here to be a fifth string receiver. Bro, I'm trying to play. And just from the humanity and from the from the from the the player's perspective, like, yeah, somebody telling you like this thing you love to do the most, you're not gonna be able to do, like sit back and don't worry about it. No, work hard, practice, prepare like you're going to play, and then on game day, sit back and watch somebody else do it and have fun and just be fine with that. Like, no, I get it. 
What I think, though, is here's what I think. I think we need to make an adjustment to the transfer portal. Someone like DJ Youngalele, I know his name's not that difficult to say, but for whatever reason, I can't say it. He transferred from Clemson to Oregon State this year, and now he's back in the transfer portal again. You shouldn't be able to do that. You shouldn't. We need to put some restrictions on it. So here's my idea, because I do I do agree that players should be able to uh, transfer. Because look, let's say let's say I'm a quarterback who I want to play at Ohio State. So I'm like the number eight quarterback um, in in the state. No, I'm, I'm gonna give myself more credit. Let's say I'm the number one quarterback in Jersey. Uh, I'm like the thirteenth best quarterback in in the country. I commit to Ohio State my junior year. I'm going to Ohio State, lifelong dream. That's where I'm going. Bang. Ohio State got there. Whoop. Four-star quarterback. I'm good. I'm going to Ohio State. That's my junior year. If come, like, you know, my freshman year, I go to Ohio State. I'm I'm, I'm riding the pine because, you know, they got a guy in there. He leaves. It's now my turn. And all of a sudden, on National Signing Day, they sign the number one quarterback in the country. A five-star guy who is just like the bee's knees. Now, I'm sitting there as coming in as a redshirt freshman. I didn't play last year. I'm the next guy up. Like, it's going to be my show. But you're bringing in this five-star recruit, this top guy in the country, this guy who was rated way higher than me. Like, all right, I give it a year. I play. We kind of split time. I see the writing on the wall. Hey, this guy, he's he's going to be the guy going forward. I'm going to be riding the pine. I think I should be able to say, you know what? I got to go somewhere where I have a chance to play. They love this kid more than they like me. He's beating me out. Like, I'm going to go play somewhere else. I I should be able to do that. That was a really long, bad story. My apologies. (laughs) But you should be able to transfer in a circumstance like that. But once you transfer, that should be it. You should get one transfer. Unless there are a special set of circumstances. Number one, if you transfer to a school based on a relationship with a coach and that coach gets fired or leaves, you should be able to transfer. Okay? So if DJU had transferred to Oregon State, Oregon State coach says, hey, I'm out, bro. And he said, "Ah, I'm leaving too. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But if you just transfer... And then transfer again. Like, just because you want to go play somewhere else? No. No, 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 no. Can't do that. Because it's, it's a ripple effect. Because now you transfer to another team, and now their team, the quarterback of the team, is like, yo, what the hell, bro? Y'all bringing this guy in? Oh, I'm out. Now you got someone on their team transferring. And he's going to go to another team, and he's going to do the same thing to somebody else. And then he's going to do the same thing to somebody else. And it's just a trickle-down effect where everybody keeps squeezing each other out. We need to stop that. It can't be a free-for-all. Number two, we need to put uh, a salary cap on all of these NIL deals. We need to cap it. We need to cap it. Schools, we should put, here's what we should do. And I know what you're saying. Like, oh, how are you going to tell the players how much they can make? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put a salary cap on it. No player. And, and Division One football can make more than sixty grand a year. 
you can't get more than 60k i'm only saying 60k because i don't know how much they're getting but there's people talking about like cam ward people offering him a million dollars to come to their school bro can't do that so 60k is the most Anything you earn after 60000 has to go into a private account. Okay? It goes into a private account. That is your money, but you cannot touch it until you are done with the program. Right? Or you're done with college. But when your eligibility runs up, that's when you can claim it. So if you claim, if you enter the NFL draft... If you use up all your four years of eligibility, then you can get the money that you've been earning. But in the meantime, 60 grand, is all you need. Why? Because you don't need to pay for clothes because they provide you with all types of clothes and gear. You don't need to pay for food because they're getting you food at the facility. Like you don't pay for no food. You don't need housing because they're providing you with housing. You don't need transportation because they're providing you with transportation. And if you wanted to buy a car, there are plenty of people who aren't making $60,000 a year who are able to afford a car. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, that's what it should be. And what that's going to do is it's going to eliminate this idea because everyone in the back of their mind has this idea that there are bigger schools who are offering bigger paydays. They're offering more money than somebody else can. A team like Notre Dame is not going to offer a recruit as much money as, let's say, a Georgia will or an Ohio State will or a desperate Michigan will or it's not going to happen. So when you look at it, if you put this little cap on it to say, look, you can get whatever money you want, whatever money you can get on your own, because that's the spirit of NIL. If you got boosters in that area who want to give them money, that's fine. You can't stop that. No harm in that. Give the player whatever you want to give them. The player should take whatever he wants to take. But anything over $60,000 needs to go into a separate account in the trust that you can't get until your eligibility in college is over. Now, if you get injured, right, if you like medically retire, the same, that's the same thing. Yeah, the same thing. Whatever. You get that. And then you only get to transfer once unless you can appeal it and they show, hey, due to extenuating circumstances, like maybe you got hurt. Maybe uh, you had an injury and you don't trust the training staff because they told you you were good to go when you weren't good to go and you got hurt again. Like something like that. Like things like that. If you have an issue with the coach, if you guys have a falling out, something like some extenuating circumstances, you can transfer more than once. Otherwise, you should only be able to transfer once. Because at some point, we need to hold these kids responsible and accountable, and we need to have some sort of integrity to not only commitments, but to competition. If every time if every time a quarterback goes to a school or a player goes to a school and that school goes out and recruits another player and that player says, I'm out now because you got this guy, I'm leaving, like where's your competitive spirit? As a, I'm thinking now as a coach on that sideline if i can't recruit the number one receiver every year because my receiver is going to leave bro like i gotta recruit every year for the fact that you're gonna leave in two years if you can you're gonna be gone we need to have somebody else too we need to keep this pipeline going we're gonna bring in top recruits all the time sorry kyle we're bringing in quarterbacks every year there's gonna be a new group every year That's just the way it works. And if you don't want to compete with them, then you got to go. But at the same time, he shouldn't be able to just leave because he don't feel like competing as many times as he wants. I don't know. I hope that made sense. The biggest point about today, like I said, was the Florida State thing. I guess this ended up being closer to a full episode than I anticipated. Um... What else did I want to talk about? I think that's it. I think that's it. 
like I said, we're going to have, um, I'm going to do a show on Friday uh, with the tears. I'm going to put that out and I'll have my picks for you then. Um, I'm also going to be picking every single bowl game uh, in college football. I'm going to be, we're going to do that on Friday. I'm going to come in and have thoughts. I got thoughts on what's going on in the NFL. Basketball is heating up. I'm not going to get into basketball until football season's over. Because honestly, I can't really focus on basketball too much. Like, I, I kind of pop in and out. Right? Because football is, is all-consuming. Like, it's just, it, it is. Uh, but yeah, we'll have a, we'll have a full, another show on Friday to give you more of the ins and outs. This one, I just wanted to come in really quickly. I honestly thought this was going to be like five minutes to just pop in here, say some things about it, let you guys know what was going on. Cause as I said, if I'm not going to be here, I want to give you guys a heads up that I'm not giving you a full episode, but it turned into 40 minutes. So, Hey man, I hope you, uh, hope you were entertained. Listen, let me just say side note. Um, in the last two weeks, my numbers as far as metrics as far as uh downloads and listens has gone way up like i don't know why but it's starting to go up and i just want to say i thank each and every one of y'all and for those of you who are who would like to know like for those of you who have been here from the beginning i appreciate you numbers were up like no joke like not even kidding like like four thousand percent higher (laughs) like it was nuts and uh, and I have to thank each and every one of y'all. If you've ever told a friend about this show, if you've played it out loud so that anybody else could just hear it or get wind of it, like I thank you. If you've downloaded the show, if you've commented on the show, if you follow me on social media, cyber underscore pod, that's S-I-B-R underscore P-O-D, I appreciate you. If you've taken a trip over to Cyber Network, the YouTube channel, I appreciate you. If you just listen to this, I appreciate you, man. And listen, it's not stopping ever we're going to keep going and this year i'm I'm telling you we're gonna set up the tiers list we're gonna have every bowl game that we pick in we're gonna do crazy draft coverage i'm telling you i'm going through so many players already starting it i'm gonna have it ranked i'm gonna have comprehensive stuff we probably gonna go live during the draft i'm telling you this year is about to get crazy so if you are just joining thank you and welcome and if you've been here from the beginning, you know that this is continuously getting better. And, and just you wait, it's going to get even better. I thank each and every one of y'all for listening, for sharing, for liking, for whatever it is you're doing, for having an opinion, for just giving me an opportunity to speak to you about sports, for engaging in this and joining the cyber family. I will catch you guys tomorrow with, a, with another episode. Take care.